John. Braden. Has an event ever changed your life? Uh, absolutely. I can think of a few. Okay, great. Hold those thoughts. I'm going to follow up later. Welcome to the Bible Story Podcast and Merry Christmas. I was going to say my name is Braden Poet. Oh. But also Merry Christmas. No, it's Braden Poet, not Merry Christmas. <laughs> Can you imagine if your name was Merry Christmas? It would be so confusing this time of year. That'd be really weird. I'm wearing my Christmas hat, so it's Christmas. It is December 20th when we are recording this. Yes. And so we can say Merry Christmas, but for you, if you're listening to this, it'll be after Christmas. So, uh, Happy New Year. Yeah. It's the coldest day on earth ever. It is. Today. So, and- we... We are at my house as a result. Yes. It's like minus 40 out this morning. Not one you want to go driving in. So. No, not at all. So that's why our background looks a little bit different and uh, we look maybe a little different. I have to say, my beautiful wife mm-hmm. does a way better job of decorating our set than you do. Okay, I created a fireplace. I'm halfway look, there. Look, look at this. Like, it's just gorgeous. Yeah, I've had, she's had more time than I have. Mm, fair, <laughs> fair enough. It is, it is gorgeous. Uh, so we're happy to be here. And uh, even though it's cold outside, um, our hearts are warm spending time with you. <laughs> was that cheesy? It was very cheesy. <laughs> Quite appropriate for this time of year. Perfect. All right. We do have a few short announcements. Remember that January 1st is our staff applications. Those open up. So if you're like 16 and above and want to apply for those things, uh, head to our website. Head to our website and that we'll have everything that you need to know. And then February 1st is our registration. And on the coldest day ever, I can only dream of summer. Cool. Uh, the registration specifically for campers. Sorry, summer, summer camp. camp. Yeah, I got ahead of myself. Yeah, I mean, you made the assumption everybody just knows what you're talking about. We work at Covenant Bay Bible Camp, <laughs> and you can register February first. We would love for you to join us. Uh, we got camps for all ages, including families. So we'd love to have you. Hey, last week and the last few weeks, we've been mm-hmm. uh, adventing. Is that a word? I, I don't know. I don't know. We've been anticipating the Better birth word. of Jesus, which yes. is the Advent season. And last week, Jesus was born. And we were pretty stoked about that because, well, it makes all the difference in the world for a number of reasons. Yes, it does. And so this week, we're continuing on. We're like eight days after the birth of Jesus. Yeah. So he's small and swaddled and and that pretty uh, helpless in many ways. Vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we are reading in Luke. Chapter 2, verses 21 to 40. So, now's a great time to pause. Take a read. Take a listen. Welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, we have Mary. Yes. And we have Joseph. Yes. And we have Jesus. And they have traveled eight days after um, Jesus was born. From Bethlehem. From Bethlehem to Jerusalem, to the temple, so that many of the... um, the laws and the regulations that, that were requirements requirements yeah. for uh, baby boys and babies in general mm-hmm. to be done uh, that they could do those at the temple. Yeah, so kind of like uh, ceremonies. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they travel to do those things, and that's where we meet kind of the two main quick characters in this story. That's right. So the first character that we see is a man by the name of Simeon, and he was a righteous and devout, or at least that's what the scriptures describe him as, which I'll believe that. And so Simeon is here, and he sees Jesus. 
Yeah, and so as a as an older individual, also mm-hmm. uh, he would have spent a lot of time in the temple, would have been around the temple a lot, um, and actually had heard from the Holy Spirit or um, that he would not pass away until he met the Messiah. Yeah. Now you have to remember that all Jews were anticipating and waiting for yeah. the Messiah. So so when Simeon heard that he would not pass away before he saw the Messiah. I mean, when he saw Jesus, he was, he was excited. It would have been a big deal. And it would have been something he's like, oh, what about that kid? No. What about that kid? No. And then he knew. <gasps> and then he saw Jesus. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and Which well, was, would have been kind of weird because like Mary and Joseph yeah. and Jesus would have come into the temple very understated. Like, they weren't announcing anything. No, Jesus, uh, Mary and Joseph wouldn't have been walking around, like, being like, this is the Messiah. They wouldn't have worn shirts like, I'm, I'm with the yeah, Lamb they, of God. <laughs> they, they just want to get back to Nazareth, their yeah. home. Uh, they've been a lo- away a long time at this point. Yeah. Uh, they've Takes had a baby. From birth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, like, Things aren't easy. They want to get home. So they're getting, they got to the Jerusalem to do all of these things. Yeah. And now it's time just to like, hey, let's get this done. Let's carry on. Yeah. So Simeon's really excited. He says something really interesting. Uh, he says, I have seen your salvation, which you have prepared for all people. He's praying actually and glorifying God in that and just saying, I, I have seen your salvation. Mm. He's, he's thanking God and, and he's talking about his personal experience with Jesus um, even as a baby, yeah, like saying those huge things. Your that you, you're, the salvation which you have prepared for all people, and and Simeon didn't just know this uh, from his own knowledge. Right, he, he this was revealed to him by God. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the second character is yep. Anna, is her name, mm-hmm. um, and she is a widow, which means she's had a husband pass away, and it says. She's been widowed for a long time. So she's also an elderly individual who would have spent a lot of time in the temple. And these are kind of the two people that, you know, meet Jesus. And she's very excited, Hmm. which is awesome. Um, She immediately upon kind of, you know, I say meet, but really seeing it's a baby. And so it's hard to meet, but um, she starts praising God and then telling everybody Hmm. like, this is the child of God. This is the child that is going to rescue Jerusalem. Yeah. Which is really, really cool what she has to say. Mm-hmm. And again, another person that is just so in tune with what God is saying to yeah. her in the moment. And like bold statements. I haven't seen a lot of eight-day-old babies, but they're like still scrunchy. <laughs> like they can't lift their own heads up. They're like, you know, it's they like... Are, they are a ball of like can do nothing. Yeah. And it, it would have gone against all these ideas of who what the Messiah that they were waiting for would have been. You know, they they thought maybe someone would, you know, descend from heaven and be powerful or or all of these different warrior types of of um, kind of saviors were thought of. And a small, swaddled, eight-day-old baby probably was not the main picture. Mm. Um, so that's it. Jesus is born and he meets Simeon and Anna. Okay, so there's our story. What do we got to learn from this? What could we learn from this? Okay, so I think one, it's, it's this idea that I th- our meeting of Jesus or maybe just our everyday interactions with him mm. 
should change the way we live. Hmm. I like that. So meeting him for the first time, maybe meeting him for the hundredth time or Mm. experiencing him maybe is a better term. But, you know, Anna and Simeon, they were going about their regular day. They were devoted. They were visiting the temple. They were just living life in anticipation. But but also then they meet Jesus and they know it's him and they celebrate that. And so I just, I kind of like that knowledge. We've been in the season of Advent. We've Mm -hmm. been preparing Mm -hmm. and now Jesus is born and we know that he continues to live today as he did back then. Really cool. Which is hard to wrap our heads around, I think, but. Well, he's current, right? He's not, he's not a dead Jesus. He is alive still today. Yeah. So I think I have a confession, a slight confession. Um, Every year we do this story okay this is i don't know what the fourth year mm-hmm. <laughs> um and if you grew up in the church or if you you even just if you've been around <laughs> like yep. we hear this story every single year and sometimes it feels more like a fairy tale mm. than it does a truth or like a story that needs to impact my life right because we talk about it we hear it in songs, we see it in skits often, which like nothing wrong with those things. But then it just feels like, well, that's a story from a long time ago and it, it kind of loses its, its oomph, hmm. you know? Yeah. That's a reality of for, for many who are like, oh, I've heard this story before. And it's probably the most known story. And, and with a story being understood or having heard it many times, Mm-hmm. Sometimes we think that the story loses its impact. Right. Okay. So I asked you a question if an experience had changed your life. Okay. Okay. So I want to focus uh, more than your entire life. So has was there ever a specific uh, experience with Jesus, kind of like Simeon or Anna, about, you know, in and amongst your regular day? Right. That changed the rest of your day. We see Simeon and we see Anna and they change pretty immediately. The next 10 minutes of their life looks very different than maybe what they thought at the start of their day. And so have you had a similar kind of a short experience that then you said like, well, today's different because of it. Yeah. Um, So you, you asked me this question before we, while we're preparing for this. Gave you a heads up. So I have had time to think about this. Uh, a couple weeks ago, maybe a week ago, I had a friend call me, and it was mm. a late night for me. Uh, mm. I was just getting in my car and going to drive home. And he, he says, how are you doing? And I, I just opened up and I said, you know, I'm not doing great. I'm mm. kind of down. I'm pretty miserable. I, in fact, my heart was kind of hard. I shouldn't say kind of. It was hard. Mm. I didn't recognize it at the time. But looking back on it now, I'm like, yeah, there's a hard heart there. Mm. And I don't know necessarily all the reasons why my heart had hardened, but I was miserable. And sorry to interrupt. Mm -hmm. The idea of a hardened heart for someone who hasn't heard that before. So that was a hard heart is like being closed off to what God has hmm. for you, or even maybe other people who are 
who are for you, like your family or mm. your friends who are for you, and you just have a hard heart. You just, you just, you know, keep people and God at a distance and, and are just, you know. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. Unwilling Can- to change. Okay. Continue. So anyways, he says, well, I'm meeting with my friends that we've got a prayer group tomorrow morning. I'll bring you, uh, we'll be praying for you and for the camp. Hmm. And uh, just so you know that that's going to happen. Well, I wake up at 5.30 the next morning, way too early. That sounds um, bad. And I was in a foul mood. <laughs> um, I was like, it was one of those mornings where like, yeah. I just want to pull the covers over and I don't really even want to deal with anything today. Right. And it's, yeah. Some a, de- a stay in bed. A stay in bed day. Yeah. But it was more than that because I'm playing through my head, you know, how all of these good people in my life have quote unquote hurt me or mm. have done me wrong. And that's not really the, the case. Kind of wallowing. Yeah. Well, 6.30 comes around, and I remember this specific moment where this idea, and it was obviously not from me, Hmm. this idea that God loves me, that I am loved. Hmm. And that was actually the the phrase that that came to mind, that I heard, not in an audible voice, but just came to my mind, you are loved. And so I kept repeating that, I'm loved. God loves me. And the reality of that sunk in deep. He's going to take care of me, even though I don't deserve it. He's going to help me through the the problems that I have, the relationships that are difficult. He's going to help me. He's going to be with me. And he's not just going to say, hey, here's what you need. Go do it. But he's going to walk with me. He loves me. Hmm. I'm loved. And he's going to take care of me. And that really changed my entire day. Well, not just my yeah. day, but my entire week. It's still well, impacting it me. Yeah, that's great. I, I appreciate your openness mm-hmm. and uh, and sharing. And I think such a good reminder that it's it's not... When we read this story, I think one of the ways that we can get disconnected from it is because it's a big story. I mean, yeah. they're, they're, they're saying this is a, the savior of Jerusalem. This is the savior of all people, us included. And it feels so distant. And so the everyday interactions with Jesus are very important into how then we interact, how, yeah. we, how we react or interact to those things. And um, we still see the Christmas story today being unfolded in mm. front of us. You know, um, Jesus's birth is no less real. It's no less uh, important or true or current than it was back then. It impacts us no less. Um, and we can respond to it in the same way that Simeon and Anna did as they experienced Jesus. And we can let it change our lives. Hmm. Growth tip time. Growth tip time. A growth tip is a way for each of us to grow in a relationship with Jesus Christ. So, Braden, what do you got for us today? Okay, so less of a growth tip and more of a growth wonder. I like that, as long as we don't have to ponder outside. No. Or wander outside. We will not. You can do this in your house. Okay, so I like the beginning and the end of the years because it's an easy time to ask questions and reflect on what we've done. And so here's some questions that I think are really important that I kind of 
of were inspired, that I was indeed inspired by mm. Anna and Simeon. So ask yourself this, how does your current experience with Jesus, maybe your day-to-day experience with Jesus, change the next 10 minutes of your life? Hmm. So today, where you're at, your experience, your relationship with Jesus, how does that change the next 10 minutes? And we're not talking like your past experience, but the current experience Mm -hmm. happening in the moment. So much like my experience in bed changed me. Exactly. But I had to become aware of God's presence Mm -hmm. in order to have an experience with God. Mm -hmm. And so um, for you to do this well, you're going to have to take some time. Yeah. It's a big question. Become aware of God's presence, acknowledge his presence, and then reflect on the question. Mm -hmm. How does my experience, you're asking yourself this question, how does my experience today with Jesus change the next 10 minutes? And then ask yourself it again. And instead of the next 10 minutes, say day. How does my experience with Jesus today change the whole day? How does it then change my year? And eventually, how does it change my life? And I want you to ask yourself these questions and reflect on them and write them down because the answers can change day to day and depending on on how we're feeling and how we're doing, just like in John's story or Simeon and Anna, how they experience Jesus radically changes the direction of their day. Hmm. So ask yourself those things, write them down, share them with some trusted people. Um, They're always a great thing to reflect back on. Hey guys, we appreciate you so much. Thank you for listening throughout this past year. Uh, We look forward to connecting with you again in 2023. And be sure to pray with one another, Mm -hmm. encourage each other throughout the rest of this year, this week cheesy but yeah it's uh yeah there's nothing more important than a growing relationship with jesus christ and we are honored to be able to do that with you guys you guys take care take care